Okay, hello. What's the crack, comrades? Welcome to our first media wrap-up episode. So basically, we're just going to talk about um, stuff in the world that has happened this week. TV shows we watched recently, movies we watched recently, books Sam has read because I don't know how to read. <laughs> and also just scrolling through Twitter and seeing like what's happening. Yes, and we will give like short hot takes as opposed to long nonsense that we normally do. Right. Okay. So, have um, you seen anything interesting this week? I suppose. So I was thinking we could go through this as categories. So let's start with movies and TV shows. Have you seen any TV shows or movies this week? I have recently finished watching The Wilds, which is an Amazon Prime original. It's very, very good. I'd highly recommend. It's about... I'm not going to... I might spoil the first episode, but, like, Mm -hmm. watch it. (laughs) So there are these, it's a bunch of eight teenage girls. They're on a plane to a, like, female-empowered getaway retreat weekend thing. And on their way in the plane, the plane crashes into the ocean, and they all wake up on a deserted island. And so in the first episode we see maybe that plane crash wasn't an accident i don't know yeah okay it's very good i would highly recommend it's only i think eight episodes or ten episodes um so yes i watched it in a night i had a great time uh yeah okay um a show i watched i don't watch that many tv shows uh was the undoing starring hugh grant and nicole kidman Okay, tell me about it. Yes. Well, I watched it with Granny. There's only six episodes. It is set in New York, and it's like kind of a murder mystery, but you already have an idea of what the answer is. So it's not so much like who did it. It's more about like how is it all going to happen. I wasn't like super impressed with it. The story itself is kind of like, eh, whatever, but I thought it was very interesting as an extension of Hugh Grant's persona. (laughs) I think in these media wrap-ups, we're really going to get insight into your obsession with Hugh Grant (laughs) for some unfathomable reason. Sure. Um, But yeah, so it kind of reminded me, in the book Gone Girl... Uh, not in the movie. So Nick, uh, when he has to like do an interview about Amy's disappearance, decides to prepare for this by watching a Hugh Grant interview on repeat and like imitating him. And I think this show and that scene from Gone Girl very much go together in like Hugh Grant's persona, like kind of Hugh Grant's whole like charming, awkward, like oh he's a nice guy, he wouldn't do anything kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And also, yeah. Also, I like Nicole Kidman. And I think she's my real yeah. birth mother. <laughs> I think Nicole Kidman's having kind of a comeback because we can link this to The Prom, oh, which God. I, <laughs> again, Ryan Murphy, I challenge you to a duel. Please. Listen, also fucking James Corden. I'm going to fucking kill James Corden with my bare hands. I hate him so much. God. He was, like, I, I... First of all, I love musicals. I don't know if I like movie musicals that much because Hmm. they're usually not super great. This one wasn't too bad. There are lesbians in it. I love that. Meryl Streep was in it. I 
absolutely adored her. Um, I thought her character was amazing. Unfortunately, James Corden was in it, and that made me want to claw so my much. eyes out and my ears. And he was in it so much. Like I would ra- like James Corden had like six songs, and Nicole Kidman had one. I was like, I don't give I a know. fuck Nicole about James Kidman Corden. Nicole Kidman was so underused in that movie. There was many crimes was that Ryan Murphy committed with that movie, but I think that was. The one. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, and, and like the whole movie kind of assumes that James Corden has this charm that will allow him to carry the movie, which he does not like nobody likes him everyone hates him please realize i don't understand james corden is like marketed as this like charming lovable guy but i don't know where that like was that ever true like i don't know where i really don't think so i think they just decided that he is and that they need to make him charming it's like a conspiracy (laughs) if you can know anything about the conspiracy theory of how James Corden keeps getting into movies please let us know yeah because it doesn't make any sense uh also Andrew Reynolds keeps stealing roles from hot people (laughs) listen Andrew Reynolds is hot enough and I think it's time to stop the Andrew Reynolds slander He's really not. He's just some guy, but somebody decided that he's (laughs) broad and can play all these hot people roles. So many of his roles, like, are based on the fact that he's really hot. Like, in falsettos. I think he's hot enough to pull that off. No. Yeah. No. I mean, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I just like him. He's, he... He was in my favorite musical of all time, so I'll always have a like a soft spot in my heart for Andrew Reynolds. So sure, I think you should let him do what he's doing. Um. Anyway, apart from the undoing, I have not watched any TV shows since I finished season two. <laughs> three. Sorry, season <laughs> so three. Tell us about tell us about your thoughts on season three. I thought it was bad. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. I. This is my. This is my second time watching Glee. I haven't watched it as a child. I watched Glee as an adult. Like, I chose to do that. (laughs) I chose to do that because I, like, as a person who likes musicals and gay people, (laughs) I thought Glee should. I thought, why shouldn't I make myself hate both of those? I thought Glee should have been a part of my personality and like there was some sort of glitch in the matrix that that just didn't happen so I decided that I have to see Glee. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a mistake and now I'm being made to watch it again. So So I did watch Glee on and off as a child. I never I've never never seen it completely. Uh, I would like watch it with my sisters and then they would like watch them without me and I'd be like okay and then I'd so I've seen like episodes here and there I'd seen most of season one and then some of season two I don't think I've seen anything of season three I've seen some of season four blah 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 so this is my first time watching it in its entirety for some Mm -hmm. reason Uh, because I feel like once you have seen Glee you need to like commit to have seen Glee like properly yes yes Yes. so I can have my proper Um. hot takes uh, my main thing is... It's not going to be any hot takes. It's bad. Everyone says it's bad. No, that's, that's not my hot take. So my main hot okay. take is when I write the Glee reboot, <laughs> what I will... I think Rachel could have been compelling if they realized how evil she was and treated her as an actual villain. 
Yeah. So I think the main problem with her character is just that, like, like she is evil, unquestionably, mm-hmm. but they keep treating her as if she isn't, and they keep, like, rewarding her or make, or it's, yeah, so that's the main problem. And she could have made a good, yeah. like, corruption uh, arc instead of a redemption arc where you just see her, like, slowly becoming evil, even more of an evil person in pursuit of her goals. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to write in my Glee reboot. And it'll be good. Because I feel like that's what they tried to make Santana be sometimes. But it just didn't work because everyone likes that Santana. Yeah, like, yeah. nobody likes Rachel. So, And they kept, like, trying to make you think that you should root for Rachel. But you didn't. So it just no. fell apart. Yes. And also, I'm going to stop insulting Barbara Streisand by comparing her to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. I should mention, Sam made me watch Funny Girl um, for the first time for his birthday, and I don't know why they kept comparing her to Barbara Streisand, because she could never fucking pull that off. She really could not. She would never be able to pull that off. It was ridiculous. No, bad. Uh, So, yeah, that's the two main problems that I will address in my (laughs) reboot. Okay, uh, let's talk a bit more about movies. Have you seen any other movies that you want to talk about? Um, I recently made my parents watch Paddington with me. Um, so that was a Go rewatch, on. but um, I did cry again for both of them because they're very good, very yes. sweet. Um, Those I would are highly, also highly recommend. good entries into the Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant universe. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes. I think I read, like, after the second one came out, like, Google searches for the word delightful were, like, higher <laughs> than they've ever been, because it's just so sweet and nice, and yes, I think it, they make good Christmas movies, just for the, like, I feel like not everything game. is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm, well, it's Christmas right now, so I think everything is a Christmas sure. movie at the moment, but um, yeah, okay. they're very good. Any hot takes on Paddington? <laughs> <laughs> I still cry every time they send him to jail because he's a child. He is. I can't believe they Why do are that. they sending a 10-year-old baby to prison with like fully grown adults? Yeah. It makes no sense. Bad. Yes. Yeah. But other than that, great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm not going to talk about every movie I've seen. Uh, because I watched a lot of movies. You can follow me on Letterboxd. My ratings don't mean anything, but if you want to know what I think about a movie, just ask me. Uh, so I'll talk about like two movies that I watched recently. So I just want to say all my ratings on Letterboxd are are that nonsense because <laughs> I, I I'm more of a TV show person and Sam is more of a movie person. But I also like you watch movies like someone who doesn't like movies <laughs> and then you give them all like zero stars i don't think i that's actually true. enjoy watching movies and i give them like good ratings no i, I like think movies. i think i am critical of movies because of how much i respect them like i'm not going to insult good movies by equating <laughs> them to movies that are not as good like i have very high standards for what movies can be because i know they can be very good Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so I recently watched In a Lonely Place for the first time, which is very famous. So I'm not going to like go through what it is for everyone. Uh, but it was very good. I don't like Humphrey Bogart. I don't like really have a good reason for that. I don't like I've liked some movies that he 
was in. I don't think he was like a bad actor, but I just don't like him. I don't like his face. I don't want to look at him. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought this was well suited. This character was well suited for him. And it was kind of, I liked the way he was very like, complex and multi-layered and he was someone you could really sympathize with but also he was capable of like horrible abusive things and I think they're very good at like showing that contrast and the way like anyone is capable of those things. Uh, I also thought it was like a good like tragic story in like how like everything just went wrong and if one thing had happened earlier it would have been okay, but everything just like came together for it to end horribly and you're like, pain. Uh, So I liked that. Also, Gloria Graham is in it and I do like her. I thought she was very good in it. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. And it's like, yeah, it's a a good like film noir thing. Uh, I also rewatched Meet Me in St. Louis. St. Louis? Yesterday? Uh, St. Louis. No, it's like the name, they talk about this in the movie. The name of the city <laughs> is St. Louis, but then in the song, it's pronounced as St. Louis. So, Meet Me in St. Louis, I think, should be Louis for the title. Weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I rewatched it because people consider it a Christmas movie. I really don't because it's only one scene in Christmas. It's like, it takes place like the, over the whole year. But I do think that Christmas is really about Judy Garland. So we must watch <laughs> Judy Garland movies during this time of year. So I did. And I liked it more than the first time I'd seen it. I still kind of struggle to connect with it because it's all about how like how much they love their family and their hometown and America. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, but Judy is great. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say about movies for now. So uh, have you listened to any podcasts recently? Um, I kind of have like five podcasts that I listen to. Yes. But I will pick one of them to talk about. Okay. I like, um, they're currently on hiatus, but they're like coming back soon. The, wait, what's it called? The Magnus Archives. Oh, yeah. I mentioned it before. It's a horror podcast. It starts off, um, what do you call it when the episodes are like not connect, not connected? Anthropologically something? I mean, I know sometimes they're called Monster of the Week, but that's not the same thing, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it starts off as kind of a monster of the week kind of thing, but eventually um, it kind of, um, there's like a thread that ties it all together. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I would highly recommend. It's very good. It's genuinely scary. So <laughs> if you like scary stuff, I would recommend it. Um, I wouldn't recommend listening to it at night because it is actually like genuinely <laughs> scary. You won't be able to sleep. Just a warning. Um, yeah, so that's my podcast. So I do not like podcasts. <laughs> I'm very picky about podcasts. Uh, I like nonfiction podcasts that are either scripted or like just very well researched and structured. I don't like a lot of banter. It, it just it annoys me. I, I want to feel like I'm gaining something or learning something from it. Uh, so there's very few podcasts that I actually regularly wow. listen to. <laughs> Um, but I have been listening to Bad Gaze every week. It's like back from hiatus 
and that is always very relevant to my interests. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, I don't really have any hot takes about that though. And then I have recently started listening to You're Wrong About, which a lot of people have been talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I haven't been listening to it in order or anything. So I decided to listen to the episodes on Princess Diana, which was a very Ooh. difficult decision for me to make. So <laughs> I don't like knowing things about the royal family. I make it a point not to pay any attention to them or learn things about them. I refuse to watch The Crown, even though people have tried to convince me that it's like kind of anti-royal family and blah, blah, blah. That's how they get you. I won't fall for it. <laughs> I am very close to being tricked into watching The Crown. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't know how long I can hold out. <laughs> anyway so then I was like I shouldn't listen to a podcast about Princess Diana but as Casey knows I also believe that Princess Diana's death had a psychic impact upon my birth Uh, your mom mostly believes and has somehow convinced you of that (laughs) yes but I think it makes sense to me okay the year 1997 was very eventful Princess Diana Mm. died Versace was murdered. Gregoraki's nowhere came out. <laughs> there was a lot going on that I think shaped the person. Uh, so I decided yeah, to find I out agree. how I was shaped as a person by this. I also am always a fan of stories about glamorous women of the past who were like mistreated in some way or underappreciated. So I, it's yeah, it's working for me in that way, and I have teared up a couple of times. So yeah. I'm, I'm like three episodes in out of five. Cool. Cool. Uh, okay. So you haven't read any books, I take it. <laughs> no, but you can talk about your books. Okay. So obviously I read the book, All That Heaven Allows, for the podcast last week, but I'm not going to talk about that. Then after that, I read Everyone in the Moon is Essential Personnel by some guy. let me tell you his name by julian k jarbo uh so you might have heard around like if you're trans or if you like like trans people on your on twitter you might have heard this quote about like why did god create grapes but not wine or like grain or not bread or whatever because he wanted us to participate in creation blah 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 as a metaphor for being trans so that's by julian k jarbo the guy that i just mentioned and it's like included in the book but he's not getting a lot of credit for the quote which is interesting so i decided to check out the book and it's like short stories kind of like sci-fi speculative fiction fantasy stuff um and it's fun it's interesting uh a lot of them i really wanted to like read out li- out loud because the language of them was pretty fun and yeah check it out read more trans people blah 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 that's and then after that i've been avoiding reading books because it's like the end of the year and i finished my goodreads challenge and i'm like i should probably finish something that i already started reading but i kind of don't want to so yeah Okay, have you read it? And it's not that, okay, I just want to make it clear. It's not that I don't know how to read. It's just that I'm really bad at it right now. But I did recently start um, My Sister, the Serial Killer. (laughs) I thought you finished that Um, already. I thought you told me it was good. 
and Brathwaite. I didn't finish. I I finished like the first few chapters and I haven't finished reading it. But it is good. From what I've read, it's very good. But yes. Okay. So that's my book recommendation. Thank you for clarifying. I might just that pick random ones read. from my shelf that I haven't finished. Okay. Uh, have you read any articles, any Twitter threads? Um, not that I recall. Okay. Have you? Let me see. Um, I read an article about, so I mentioned Happiest Season <laughs> in our last Christmas episode, and I don't want to get into the discourse on that because I'm bored and I don't have a hot take, but I read an article about Jane from Happiest Season being coded as autistic, and I liked it, and I agree, and I liked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was from Bitch Media. I forgot who wrote it. I'll put it, a link somewhere. What is the discourse around Happiest Season? Is it the discourse I've heard of, or is there a new discourse? I don't know. You've probably heard of it. It's pretty repetitive, generally. Uh, I think there was not enough discourse about how Dan Levi was really hot in that movie. Dan, I think it's Levy. But Levy? Yes, I don't know. Really, he's really hot in everything, and I think people don't talk about it enough. So that's what we should really be concentrating on. Um, so finally, uh, any YouTube videos, any TikToks, whatever the kids are into nowadays. <laughs> um, any YouTube videos? No, nothing interesting. Oh, I mean, you're not going to know what I'm talking about, but the Try Guys released a movie this week. I haven't so that's seen the one, it yet, one of them is I hot. do love them. Is it? Yes. Eugene okay. Yang, yes. Yeah, he's the You hot. know who the Try Guys are. I know him. Yes. But yeah, anyway, they released a movie this week, so I say you should support them because I care about them deeply. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I have been enjoying Be Kind Rewind's 25 Days of Actress videos. I have not actually been doing the like advent calendar thing. I haven't been watching the movie per day or whatever, but I've been enjoying just getting the recommendation. And whenever she mentions a movie that I already like, I like nod approvingly. I'm like, yes, good choice. Mm-hmm. And whenever she mentions a movie that I don't know, I'm like, I'll probably watch that someday. So <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I've also been watching a lot of How to Cake It, which- Why? <laughs> So I str- I didn't expect to get into How to Cake It because at first I hated it. I don't like all the talking. I don't like the... Like, they really, like, push the, like, we're friends. Like, come and get involved in our banter or whatever. And I don't like it. It doesn't work for me. Every time she's, like, talking to people behind the camera, I'm like, shut up. Um, <laughs> but I like the actual baking element and i like it's like just the right amount of no keep talking okay it's just the right amount of like repetitive versus like versus new it's the right balance of it because it's always the same like the same pattern to it it's always like first she bakes and then she carves and then she simple syrups and then she crumb coats and then she does like the fondant and the decoration so it's always i always know exactly what to expect but then there's always the like the new element of she's going to do something new with the cakes so it keeps me interested so it's like very comforting to me and i've gotten used i did have my other stuff I had my how to cake it phase a few years ago, and so I do understand, yes, yeah. the repetitiveness is very nice and fun. I didn't know, when I was watching it, she didn't, like, talk to anyone else, so maybe you should watch, like, her older, oh, maybe not even that yeah. old, like, a couple of years ago. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's cool. 
anyway, and then finally, I, I, I promised ASMR videos in the Patreon description. <laughs> so let's talk about the ASMR I've been watching. Uh, I have been watching some stuff from Ray Moon ASMR, who is this woman. Uh, mm. She is like mom age. <laughs> she has a lot of videos <laughs> where she's your mom and she's doing your makeup and then she has like a separate YouTube channel where she does Reiki ASMR, which is like my favorite thing. I really like like visual ASMR where they're like doing things with their hands and especially where they're like plucking negative energy out of you. I like the I like feeling <laughs> like it's being taken out of me. It's very cathartic. So I've been mm -hmm. enjoying that. Cool. Okay. Anything else? Anything that I haven't mentioned? Any other types of media? any music literally everyone's been talking about it i would highly recommend it's a it's like very poppy but also she does a lot of interesting things if you like rock which i do she has a couple of like really cool rock songs in there so yeah check it out okay repeat what the title was because you broke up when you were saying that um it's sawayama by rena sawayama okay uh i don't listen to music but I have been listening to Barbara Streisand's A Christmas Album. <laughs> I just want to say that her version of Jingle Bells is the most insane thing I have ever heard. <laughs> My yearly Christmas album, I can't like listen to this year because Sia was being like oh, shitting on Twitter. But yeah, so I don't, I don't recommend listening to Sia's Christmas album, but if you didn't, if you weren't aware that it existed, it is a thing that exists. Like, just like pirated off YouTube or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's been like, so she keeps coming out to like say something else to be like more annoying. She's just really doubling down on like, it. Like, what happened to the whole like hiding her face because she wanted it to be about like the music? Like, shut the fuck up then. It's <laughs> actually very easy to just shut up. Yeah. Okay, so this has been our first media wrap-up. Uh, this is a free sample of what you can expect. For more, you mm -hmm. can come to our Patreon, which this will probably already be on our Patreon, but you can pledge uh, five euros or more per month and get access to more of these. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.